champions. Welcome to this week's edition of Bears on Tap. Recapping the game against the Colts for the preseason game number three, which ends up typically being your um, dress rehearsal, as they call it, for the regular season. Things have changed for the you know Chicago Bears. They are not doing that anymore. We did not see any starters out on the field tonight. No Mitch, no none of the three running backs, none of the wide receivers, offensive line, defense starters, all out for this game. Staying healthy. We did see a couple people uh, suffer some injuries. We saw TJ Clemmings go down with a right leg injury. Hopefully he's okay. Haven't seen any news on that uh, as of right now. Uh, Deion Bush did look like he hurt his shoulder or something like that early on in the game. He did come back for a great play, which we will discuss here in a few minutes. But to really get at this, the this game was terrible to start in the first you know quarter and first half on the offense. The whole first half was absolutely terrible. Chase Daniel went a measly three for nine for 21 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. They could not get the ball moving one bit at all. There was a great play by Ryan Nall. That was, I believe it was a 69 yard run. Uh, he ended the night with two carries with 73 yards for a 36.5 average. Great way to blow that stat up. Um, so the first quarter started, the Bears went down 3 nothing to a 49-yard field goal by the unaging veteran Adam Vinatieri. Uh, shortly after that, Turkandrick West, uh, at the end of the first quarter, came out had a very nice run uh, right up the middle. The defense was getting gashed by Chad Kelly, but the defense still looked very good. So that kind of makes you feel better about the people that are backing up your star-studded you know, defense as it is. Now, everything changed at the start of this second quarter. The Chad Kelly's going down the field. Wes is running with him. And all of a sudden, uh, Nick Winkowski kind of breaks up a play. You know, Deion Bush, like I was saying, grabs this interception. Very nice um, play by Deion. Never got tagged down. Gets up, runs it 91 yards back to the house. Great play to see. That's two weeks in a row for Deion Bush. I think he already obviously earned a roster spot before this, but this surefire locks him up into this. Um, I was on the mic earlier with um, Buzz on tap. We were doing the live calling of the games for Hot Mike, and we were just talking about how we can't wait to see what Pagano brings to this defense with some maybe packages with throwing all three of your safeties out there in Deion Bush, ha-ha, and Eddie Jackson, I just believe that with Deion Butch, he's a, such a good in-the-box type guy, and he's getting a lot better with his instincts on playmaking, so that should really help out with the depth at this position. Um, really, other than that, for the first half, there, did, there was not much that happened. Um, the Colts did score another touchdown near the end of the uh, second or in the middle of the second quarter, kind of towards the end. It was a pass from Chad Kelly to Deion Kane for 46 yards. The other great play was when I was saying that Ryan Nall ran that for 69 yards. They fell short, and they had a handly amount of plays where they could have gotten the end zone to draw it closer to a 14-17 type thing. But Eddie Pinero came out, 
nailed a 21-yard field goal, chip shot, shorter than a normal extra point even, which was nice to see. So then at this point, you get into the you know second half, and you're hoping for something different. Um, at this point, Chase Daniels out of the game. Tyler Bray steps in. We've seen how that has really gone the last few weeks. This offense hasn't been able to get anything going. Uh, at this point, it looks like Ryan Null and Kareth White Jr. are both kind of out of the game. Didn't really do much, like I said, other than Ryan Null's big run in the first half. Kareth White went four for eight. Um, at this point, they removed both of them from the game pretty much. And Josh Caldwell, the you know, signing from earlier this week, uh, pretty much ran the rest of the game. We did not get to see Taquan Mizell take any handoffs this week. Thank you, because I don't think I could have dealt with that for another week this this time around. Uh, very limited action from wide receivers, too. You know, Javon Wims had one catch, Joe Walker. Ryan Nall had a nice 11-yard one. Uh, Jordan Williams-Lambert had a good catch. He did have also a P.I. call on himself. Uh, Thomas Eyes with one. The stars of the game for receiving were two of the tight ends, and that would be Ann Bunting and Jesper Horstead, um, which I will get into Jesper Horstead here towards the end of this, um, going over his touchdown and stuff. So when we got going back into this, going into the second half, so at the start of the third quarter, the Bears were driving down the field uh, with Tyler Bray at the helm, and looking really well. He came in, he did have a pick, but he also had one touchdown. He went 11 for 16 for 136. Not bad. But the play of the game that got everybody up out of their seats was when they were driving down, they got stalled, and out comes Eddie Pinero for a long field goal. 58 yards. Nailed it. Straight down the middle. That sent everybody into an uproar on Twitter. So many excited fans. Everybody is backing him now. This brought this that brought this game to a little bit closer of a margin really at that time. It ended up being uh 17, I believe 17-13 at that time. So it was a nice thing to see and, and that's what I will say. Um it was so nice to see him knock that through from that distance and to go two for two for the night and not miss an extra point either. It was just, it was the perfect way to capital capitalize on the opportunity he was given by being the sole kicker in the situation. I was upset after his first one. I wanted to see a little bit of fire from him and excitement. Like I've seen him had down in Florida, but then on his second one, when he knocks a 58 yarder through, that's where you got it. But I understand he didn't want to get too hyped up on the fact that you know you don't want to get in your own head. So it was nice to see, like I said, to get that one through and to knock that long field goal. It's upsetting to see the drive stall like that, but it was just absolutely exciting. I can't say enough about that play in and of itself. Like it's it explains itself. Um, we've struggled in Chicago with kickers in the last year. We all know what's happened. Maybe we finally found the right one. And like I said, straight through, had a little extra, you know, footage on that one, could have knocked it through from maybe past that 60 yard mark. So at that point, like I said, the game was 17, 13, they were starting to pick up 
at that point, it was shortly before the end of the third where things started to change again. So Joe Walker fumbles the ball thanks to, I forgot who that one was. It might have been Vauders. I can't remember. Yeah, it was Vauders. Vauders came in, swatted the ball down on him. Uh, Joel Iggy comes up, picks up the fumble. Everybody was falling asleep on the play, apparently. He returns that one for 22 yards. Yet again, Bears are creating turnovers on the defensive side, even in the preseason, which are second and third string players. And they're just continuing to look great. Uh, Iggy had a sack in this game shortly after his return to for the touchdown, so it was just really nice to see that. Uh, The defense, like I said, even though it's not your starters, continues to impress. It just adds um, so much depth to this team, knowing that you know you can do just fine with you know you know like last year where you lost Mac for a game, you can make up. You know you got the next player up, and this team's going to continue to do that. Um, there was a couple poor tackling plays tonight uh, with Michael Joseph. He had made some nice plays later in the game, but it's nice to see. Uh, all these players making plays. There's also um, an interception, and I'm going to butcher the name, but uh, Doyen, Doyen Jabo, I, I don't know. I, I know I just butchered the name, but he had a great interception. Uh, if he wouldn't have stepped out of bounds, he would have returned that one back too. You know, tons of players making great plays tonight. You know, DeAndre Houston Carson looked good. Roy Robertson Harris. There was a play he made early in the first or end of the first half, uh, where I think he got a um, a pressure of some sort and got the quarterback or the running back down pretty early. And at that point, I was like, "All right, get him out of the game because he is an integral part to this defense, um, being a rotational player." Um, Duke Shelley looked good. He did get burned on one play, but that was only because Michael Joseph missed his tackle. But uh, Josh Wood Woods looks continues to look good um, to end the game. Like I said, though, uh, the bears go into the fourth quarter and they start to drive and they drive all the way down the field. Tyler brace throwing it all over. Uh, he was for the night. He went 11 for 16 for 136. The interception he had was just a hail Mary pass. That just was just, I think that was on a fourth down. Just called it a, a night. But for his touchdown pass at the uh, middle area of the fourth quarter was to Jesper Horstead, who I myself know of. I've talked about in an article previously on ontapsportsnet.com that he's somebody to keep an eye on because he's a converted wide receiver. Um, So he is somebody you know that is capable of catching the ball and running the right routes. He just has to learn the tight end position a little bit more to maybe stay in as a blocker. But he was making, you know, he made a couple good catches. He ended the night with three receptions for 39 yards and that touchdown. The touchdown was like a a diving catch where he juggled it a little bit, but still, you know, caught the touchdown. So the game ends with the final score, 27-17. Not only does that go down as a loss for the Colts, the night was even worse for them. And really, tonight was not a bad night for the Bears. It was bad in the first half, good in the second. We'll see what happens next week. But after this next topic, um, I'll get into the look at next week and moving on from here. The biggest loss of the night is not just losing 27-17. 
to 17 for the Colts. Midway through, I was, I believe, the third quarter, almost at the end there, the news came out on Twitter that Andrew Luck was set to announce his retirement. I, I don't care what anybody has to say about somebody retiring um, or giving up or, or whatever it is. He's dealt with injuries for several, several years, and he mentally is not uh, able to perform anymore. He, he doesn't feel right, and he's worried about continually having these injuries. And you feel bad for him in that aspect. He was a great player, super talented, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the league when he is healthy. And this changes everything when you finally look at this game and you go, wow, they kind of knew they sat out Jacoby Brissett, who probably should have got some work, but now he's obviously QB1 for them. So they really got to look at Chad Kelly and Joe Walker for them. And Chad Kelly should be a serviceable backup for Brissett, but it's devastating to this organization who was on the rise. They've got a great young defense. Um, some good talent on the offensive side of everything. And you lose that quarterback because he just doesn't he, he doesn't feel right anymore. And as a human, you have a lot of empathy for that. And I hope he's okay. I hope he can get his mind right. Maybe we'll see him in the game again sometime, maybe not. Um, I feel bad, like I said multiple times, I feel bad for him. And the worst part of all of it is I know in our own right, people have their emotions when they see stuff like that. But for the Colts fans to boo him off the field when he's walking away uh, is very upsetting because he's not doing this for himself. He's not doing this to screw the organization I've seen people say, well, he knew for a long time he should have done it sooner. You don't know that. Uh, he he made his choice. It's not right, and they'll be fine. It's just upsetting, and I know that's your first reaction, and it's only a handful of people. I've seen some respect for him from Colts fans online, but just to see the booing at the end of the, a preseason game, because you know it's not at the players, it was at him, is just upsetting. Um, should do better than that as a person to look at, you know, the positive of this and just say he's doing this to better his life right now because he doesn't feel right. So to Andrew Luck, um, from myself and I'm sure some others around at ONTAP Sportsnet, we wish you good luck. Uh, hopefully everything works out. And I myself will say hopefully we see you back in the NFL at some point. Uh, good luck, and you know my my hopes and prayers are out there for you. But to move on to next week, the Chicago Bears, for preseason game number four, will be taking on the Tennessee Titans. And I don't expect a lot yet again. We're not going to see any starters. Uh, we'll probably see more of the end of the line of the team. I wouldn't say I want to see more out of Chase Daniel. That's the biggest thing. Other than being healthy, which, like I said, for this last game, we saw TJ Clemmings go down and Deion Bush had a little scare, but that was even before his pick, so he's good. 
Uh, TJ Clemmings had a right leg injury, but he did get up and walk off kind of on his own with a little bit of help. So hopefully he's all right. But with preseason game number four, I want to see more out of Chase Daniel. Simply put, a lot of people are scared of him being back there for the number two. I want to just get a good couple drives with him or a good quarter with him. And then bring out Bray and bring out everybody else that's trying to fight for a roster spot somewhere else for our practice squad um, to the end of everything. It's going to be a really simple game. So it's going to be Chicago versus Tennessee at Soldier Field. We are nearly 11 days away from the start of the season against the Green Bay Packers. So number one goal at this time is to continue to be healthy and be there for that Thursday night game against the Green Bay Packers, which I know we are all looking forward to. Uh, The only other news coming out of Tennessee is I saw today that Taylor Lewan is going to be suspended, which obviously won't really ruin this preseason game. He's a starter. Nothing's going to, nothing crazy is going to happen. He wasn't going to probably play anyways. So it will be, it will be interesting to see, how their team is going to look for this preseason game. There won't be much going on. Uh, I just want to see, like I said, stay healthy, uh, continue forward with everything. And really that's the main goal. Hopefully some players, you know, the players I want to see, I want to see more work out of these tight ends again, see if somebody can, you know, squeeze onto the roster. I don't think so yet. I think it's a little too far gone. A lot of them will probably, you know, I think we'll see probably Bunting and Jesper on the practice squad. But get some work in with some of these running backs again, some Montecilorado, Nall and White, and Caldwell looked fine too. He looked uh, smart with his movement. I want to see a lot of that. And then let's see some more work from these young defensive players too. Uh, Clifton Duck was quiet tonight, but it looked like he got in towards the end of that uh, you know, in that second half, kind of, I want to see some more work for him. Maybe he can sneak into the roster. Maybe really kind of just like his play a little bit. Um, yeah, they, they had a lot of, you know, they got a lot of young guys on this defense that need to, you know, show some stuff. I'd like to not see Kwinkowski in this next game. I think he's shown plenty of these last two games. We do need to see some more out of uh, Iggy. He's had some moments of good things, some good, you know, some bad things. I want to see more of Kylie Fitz. Make sure we don't see any more of Deion Bush. I don't. I am justifiably fine with how he's played. Uh, Roy Robinson Harris can sit out, but see some more work with some of these other people. You know, let's get a lot of John Mincy, John Franklin, Matthew um, Betts has looked fine. He just hasn't make made any major noise. So. Hopefully he, you know, sits around on the practice squad. Maybe uh, Javon Wims can sit that next game. But like I said, next Thursday, seven o'clock start. Bears versus Tennessee Titans, last preseason game. And after that is all said and done, from the start of that game, we will be exactly seven days away from Week One against the Green Bay Packers. And let's just hope that our Bears can take that W away. Not worried about that last preseason game. Just, you know, keep the work up. You know, let maybe Eddie Panero get a little more work. Happy with how he did tonight. He is my player of the game. Uh, Deion Bush was very well, too. But I'm just happy 
you, you can't be happier with that kicking situation tonight. He gets all the work, and he nails a 58-yarder that sent me through. You know, I was going to run through a brick wall when he hit that thing. So I was very happy for that one. So, like I said, we'll see everybody next week for the next edition of Bears on Tap. I would like to thank everybody for joining me on this episode. It was a good game, very tough in the beginning, very stale. But they warmed up in that second half, and that Eddie Pinero, 58-yarder, got everybody rolling. Died out a little for us with the whole luck news, but it was a fun second half of a third preseason game. Kind of weird to say. But from all of us here at ONTAP Sportsnet, uh, we would like to thank you for tuning in tonight on Bears on Tap. Get ready to go check out all of the other awesome podcasts we have covering all Chicago sports. Make sure you go to ontapsportsnet.com to check out all of your sports literature needs. All the podcasts, like I said, you can check out. Got articles on every team, college, pro, minor league, you know, Chicago dogs, whatever you want. We've got you covered on everything you possibly need. We've got MMA coverage. We've got beer reviews. We've got all the sports really kicking up here soon with the Bears, the Bulls, and the Blackhawks. But make sure you tune in to every show as much as you can. But don't forget, we all know what this city is here in Chicago. We're a Bears town. So make sure you check out Bears on Tap every week. Thank you for joining us tonight. Have a good one.